Welcome to the King's Healing Room Podcast, where we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence, where the executive pastor is Elder Yulon Jones, and our senior pastor is Bishop Brian K. Hill Sr. We are located at 316 Catherine Street, Syracuse, New York, 13202. We're going into the Word now. Uh, my title for today is Walk in the Sun. Um, God may have some words for each of us, and, and I promise I won't labor you in the Word. I don't have the energy to. The ESV, the English Standard Version, says, And God saw that the light was good. Everybody say, the light was good. The light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. All right, let's, let's repeat it again after me. Mother Hill got it right. And God saw that the light was good. And God saw that the light was good. And God separated the light from the darkness. Now, this was, em, em, this was embellic of, of, now God, this is the creation um, uh, uh, of, uh, 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 this was the, 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 God, the formation of the creation of the earth. And God... God, God flicked some dust from his fingers and, and stars were created and, and the galaxies as we know them and black holes and stars and galaxies and the Milky Way and, 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 uh, and, and each, each, each of the 12 uh, signs. I'm, I'm a Leo and I and, uh, almost feel like, uh, uh, hey girl, I'm a Leo and I'm a Capricorn. Well, all of these 12 signs are based on galaxies in the sky. Amen? And so, uh, um, as God created this, he had the sun and he had the moon in our galaxy. All right? And he separated the sun from the moon into, let's say, 12-hour cycles. Depending on, in, in Alaska, uh, six months out of the year is dark, six months out of the year is light. Um, uh, towards the equator um, uh, that runs runs down the middle of, of Africa and around the Earth, but but for some reason Africa is is um, is hot is as hot as heaven, amen. And we call it the equator. So depending on where you live on the Earth, those times may change. But but for but for the sake of our conversation today, God separated light and darkness so that when daytime you may see the moon, but the moon does not affect us. And then at night, we see the moon, and in certain parts of the world, you can literally navigate by moon. Now we have GPS, and Siri talks back to you, and, and Google talks back to you now, and you can find where you want to go. But there was a time uh, in the not-too-distant past, amen, where men and women navigated by the moon and by the sun. Say amen. amen. By the stars. Amen. amen. Abraham was a stargazer. And God said, I'm calling you out from amongst your brethren. And that's why God used examples of the stars. He said, I will multiply you as the stars in heaven because he was a stargazer. That's how they knew what to plant. Amen. This isn't devil worship. This isn't, this isn't horoscope. They didn't, they didn't even have horoscopes then. Amen. That's, that's the invention of the newspaper and putting your horoscope in the newspaper. Amen. But they, that's how they navigated. That's how they planted. That's how they knew when the seasons were. Amen. Um, uh, uh, the tides of the ocean that come in with the moon. 
So he said, I will also multiply you as the sand in the sea. Because Abraham understood the tides coming in and going out. So he understood sand and he understood stars because that's how. Uh, so maybe I demystified a little bit of the Bible for you. So that was the natural part of creation. But, but, but in a more, uh, in, in a deeper spiritual sense, in the creation, Mother Hill, God was saying, I'm going to send my son. He's going to come eventually. Uh, 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 and he will come and he will, see, he will be the light. And through him, there will be a distinction between light and darkness. Through the, not the S-U-N, but through the S-O-N, there will be a, a, a distinction between what is good and what is bad. Yes. Amen. Yeah. There will be a distinction between, uh, between what is right and what is wrong, what is ethical and what is unethical. There will be a clear, you don't even have to know Jesus Christ to know that, to, to know I, I, I honor the office of the POTUS, the President of the United States, but you don't even have to be a Christian. You don't have to be a Jew. You don't have to be uh, a, a Muslim. Uh, uh, you, you don't have to, you just, you just have to wake up in the morning and know what your mama taught you to understand that we have someone in the office that is not ethical. That's a good place to say amen. 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 Just act like my clap track and just say amen. 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 All right. Second Samuel, the 22nd chapter, you can just mark it. Second Samuel, the 22nd chapter, verses 29 through 30 says, for thou art my lamp, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. If somebody could just turn to that, just so you can, this is the King James Version, just so, if you actually have it, then just raise your hand, just so, just so you can confirm that I'm not making this up. The 29th, chap, the 29th verse of 2 Samuel 22 says, For thou art my lamp, that's already a light, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. Darkness. See, we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity, so we were born uh, clothed uh, uh, in darkness. Yes, yes. And it takes an enlightenment, it takes, it, it takes the light of Jesus Christ, the S-O-N, not the S-U-N, and I want to make that distinction, to bring light. St. Paul said that, uh, that the love of Christ, the light or the light of Christ, has been shed abroad in our hearts. All right? That's how we become enlightened. Amen. Not by going to school. That's right. Education is, 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 is awesome. Amen. And um, we did not lose Elder Felix Cochran. We did not lose him. Amen. Amen. It's, 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 it's just like water. Uh, H2O comes in three forms. Amen. It comes in water, uh, ice, and vapor. But it's all the same. Amen. It's all the same. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. A water puddle. Uh, 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 you have a water puddle, and then in Syracuse, it, it, we could be splashing in water on Tuesday, and by Wednesday, we could be slipping on ice. Amen. Is that all right? right? Amen. Then the sun comes back out again, and it the sun hits the water, the, the puddle, and it evaporates. It's still H2O. Goes up, forms a cloud. When the cloud gets too heavy, poof, lightning, and the shower comes down. And it recycles the stuff, but it's still h Come on, y'all work with my brother. Come on, this is eighth grade science. It's still H2O. That's the Holy Spirit. The Father, the Son, and the... I can only do this with one hand. The Father, the Son, and the... 
Yes, amen. And the Holy Ghost. Amen. amen. It is God, His Son, and the Holy Spirit which lives inside of us, amen. and they're all the same. Water, ice, vapor. For thou art my, anybody, anybody have that second Samuel? Mm -hmm. Just raise your hand. So, so, oh, God bless y'all. So, so you, whether you have it on digital or paper. All right. So, uh, I already told one line today and I will have two more left, but I'm going to save them for later on today. For thou. For thou art my lamp, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. All right. All right. How many just. 2019 may have been a little weary. May have been. See, we can be saved and sanctified and filled with the precious blood of the Holy Ghost and that with fire. But we can be shrouded in darkness. Sometimes we find ourselves groping through darkness. What am I saying? Maybe we don't have the answers. Maybe, maybe employment issues. Maybe, and I don't care how, uh, uh, Abraham is one of the few examples in the Bible where, where he never had a wealth issue. Now, he had a wife issue. He 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 had a he had a truth issue. He had a problem telling the truth. Come on, anybody with me? I know he was the only one. Amen. He had some ethical issues, but because not because of how good he was, but because of the plan that God had for him, he never had a money problem. Amen. Joseph saved Egypt out of financial distress, but he himself found himself in prison. Amen. With one set of clothes. Amen. And eating scraps. Amen. So, so it's not a matter of how good you are or how holy you are or what you came out of or whatever. The Bible says that God reigns, R-E-I-G-N-S. He reigns on the just and the unjust. I don't know who came up with the saying, but they should have patented it. Amen. Good things happen to and bad things happen to say amen. 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 So, so it comes down to God who reigns over us. He knows how to pull things out of us. And sometimes we just have to go through some things. Peter said something very, you can look it up your own self. But he said, why should a man who messed up complain? Come on, y'all ain't saying nothing. So if Ray Ray at the other church, amen, is, 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 is whoo, I got to turn around because I don't want to look at your faces. Amen. Amen. Mother Lively, you happily retired, right? So you're on your own time frame, right? I wouldn't look at Mother Hill, but they think I'm looking at them. Amen. If if a person is late, how my head look? If a person if a person is late three days out of five, amen, going out to lunch and come back twenty minutes late, you'd had nine warnings, twelve warnings, amen. You think you were cheating, you got cat lives. And one day they call you and PR call you in and say, we're going to let you go. Amen. You had a job. You had, come on, Mother Hill. You had a job. Amen. Why would you complain? Amen. But if you come in on time, five minutes early, leave five minutes late, you clean your desk, your desk completely keep free, your job, all your job is done. Amen. But, but there's something, there, there's an aura around you of righteousness. Come on, y'all ain't saying nothing. Amen. And you are unjustly persecuted. Peter said, now, now you can go to God's uh, uh, human resource department and file a complaint. Amen. But if you know you've done wrong, just be quiet and just go get it right. Amen. Amen. Just, just remodify uh, uh, your resume and leave that job out. 
Oh, y'all already know that secret. <laughs> Verse 30 says, I promise I'm two-thirds done. Verse 30 of 2 Samuel, the 22nd chapter says, For thee have I run through a troop. By my God have I leaped over a wall. A troop represents an army. The army is so great and can be so fearsome. This represents Satan and his attacks towards you. Sometimes Satan's attack can kick up so much dust that you cannot see the light on the other end of the tunnel. Amen. Satan can cause so much trouble in your life. You can take notes that, that, that he, he already knows you have the victory. He just doesn't want you to know you have the victory. Amen. I think that's pretty good. Let's say amen. Amen. A wall represents something that you cannot see on the other side. So God says, I'm going to bring light into your darkness. God said, I'm not even going to remove the darkness because I'm actually using Satan. Oh, I think this is good. God says, I'm actually, what you think you're going through and losing, God said, I'm using Satan to bring you gain. So I'm not going to remove the wall. I'm just going to cause you to leap over it. I'm not going to remove your adversary. Your adversary is actually bringing you blessings. Job, have you considered my soul servant Brian? Have you considered my servant Sandra? Have you, I'm, I'm, I don't want to do my first names, but have you considered my servant Sister Townsend? Have you considered my servant uh, Sister Pearson? Have you considered my servants the Lacey's? I have considered my servant the hills. You know, all of us. Come on, put your name in. Have you considered my servant? Amen. Okay, here's the instruction. When I say, have you considered my servant, yell out your name. Have you considered my servant? Sure. Have you considered my servant? Sure. Have, come on, say, yell it out. Have you considered my servant? Sure. Now, Job went through some things. But Job 42, we just read the first three chapters of Job because we just won't. Because uh, I'm as poor as Job's turkey. And we got all these kind of sayings. And we focus on what Job went through. But we don't focus enough on what Job got out of for oh, going yeah. through. Okay. Amen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The car may be going off the cliff. But don't jump out. Amen. Because there's something at the bottom of the cliff. There's some things you're only going to get by going through. We learned that the number 20 is the number not so much of reparation, but it is the number of reward. You're coming into 2020. 2020 is biblically the number of the reward you get for going through. But not just going through. 20 is the number of, of the reward for how you went through it. Did you cuss people out for going through? Or did you bless them out? Okay, I don't cuss. Did you curse people out for what you went through instead of blessing people for what you... You know what? I don't know why you're tripping like this, but you know what? I'm going to pray for you. Amen. Amen. Instead, we got slashing tires on our mind. God wants to change. Amen. God wants to change that thinking and flip it around. And, and he wants us to ask a question. Well, Lord, why am I going through this? And watch the Holy Spirit ask you. I ask the Lord, why am I going through this? Amen. Three amputations. Why am I going through this? I've served you. I've done this. I've done that. And it's all right to do that. The Bible tells about Hezekiah. Lord, why am I going to die? I've served you. I've done this all the days of my life. I've done that. And the Isaiah, Isaiah was a young man. He didn't even get out of the outer court who told him, God, get your house in order because God's going to take your life. Hezekiah, how many know the story? Come on, the Sunday school story. He turned his head to the wall. Amen. He turned his head to the wall that St. Joe's. 
God, I've done this, I've done that. I, I've emptied my refrigerator. I've emptied my, one day it was a prophet, and he said he was hungry. I called Trish, and I said, Trish, what do you got in the house? He said, I got some soup. I said, well, warm it up. I'm coming home with a prophet. And that prophet, Trish knows who he is, he came and he sat in our house. Right, living on Culver Street, dead end, and he came and sat in our house. And it was me and Trish sitting on the couch next to each other. And the prophet sat eating the soup like this. <laughs> Never said a word. Am I right, baby? Am I right? All, we had stuff, but prepare. All we have, all you have, is some soup. After daily bread, Mother Yelling. Took about 20 minutes to eat a bowl of soup. Put the bowl down. Not a word was said. Me and Trish is looking like, hmm, is he gonna go home? <laughs> did I? Did I? And I under, misunderstand. He said he wanted to eat. I didn't. I didn't know he said he wanted to. He, wanted, he needed a place to stay for a couple of days. Put the suit down. Sat for a minute. The prophet started opening his mouth. He prophesied to one of Trisha's, one of Sister Trisha's sisters, Deborah. He had a. He went in. He went in. He started. He started prophesying about window panes. He, he Mother Lightwood. Well, he prophesied to to you. He told you he told you the number of window panes in your kitchen. How, how many how many pieces of wood, how, the sections of your window in your kitchen? Somebody else. He prophesied. He said, "I see the eye that your that your water pot. What do you call them? The little kettle. That your kettle is on the eye on the stove in the which eye." And he prophesied to Sister Trish and I. Because we were over a bowl of soup. It wasn't $500. It wasn't, you know, $19.99. Everybody get $1,999 and put it in an envelope. Nothing wrong with that. It's your faith that's going to do it. Don't worry about the problem. It's according to your faith. If you, if you don't have the faith, then don't do it. If that's your rent money, if you don't have the faith, then don't do it. But if you have it, and then it's speaking to you. If you don't, he's not speaking to you. i got to hurry up. I know y'all are bored. This man began to prophesy, and as much as he ate the soup, as long as it took him to eat the soup, he prophesied twice as more. And when he was ready, he just simply said, I'm ready, take me home. Now I'm like, stay, you want to stay a couple days? <laughs> you can have our bedroom. See, he brought light to our futures, to others that he prophesied futures. He brought, he brought light to that, and that light Brought the darkness doesn't go away because the darkness is part of our faith walk. What is faith if you see it? The Bible says, What is hope if you see it? If I'm preaching, turn your neighbor and say, I, I, I think he's preaching. I think he's preaching. Couple points. Number one, you'll never defeat your enemy battling him in the dark. You'll never defeat your enemy. Battling him in the dark because that's his battlefield. That's his playground. Wow. Amen. Amen. For all y'all unsafe folk, we know that the freaks come out at night. Where's my laugh track? Maybe I'm speaking to another generation, but some of you, y'all know just one? Yes, we do. Y'all know the freaks come out at night. Freaks come. Freaks come out at night. There you go. You got your crew. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Well, if the French come out at night, Satan comes out at night. Not night time, but figuratively. Satan comes out in darkness. He can't, like a vampire, he can't show, he can't stand light. Now, I believe in vampires, I don't know about y'all. Amen. But, but Satan's, Satan's playground, he's most comfortable in darkness. So as much as we try to avoid darkness, God will send darkness to actually use Satan to bring blessing into our lives. It seems antithetical. It sounds like an anti, like, 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 why would I give you snake venom to combat, to combat snake venom? Mm. Amen. You get a snake bite, it's anti-venom comes from a snake. I'm giving you what you got bit with to heal you. Come on, y'all. Amen. How many have ever had a flu shot? Well, they give you a type of flu so that your body can build up antibodies before flu season so that when the flu comes, everybody else sitting around you and you walking through coughs. You're in the elevator. People coughing. People sneezing. I got body aches. And they're trying to figure out why you. Well, I'm telling you, God wants to inoculate you with the very thing that came to destroy you. Now Satan trying to figure out why am I giving my best shot since the internet and you still praising him. Why am I hitting you with a hammer and you still shouting amen. You should be crawling on your hands and knees. You should be begging for bread. You should be, you should be in the soup line. Come on, you should be on social benefits, but why are you prospering? Because God said if you can make it in the darkness, you can make it in the light. Number two, uh, this, this, this is going to be good. Have the courage to drag your struggles into the light. Have the courage to drag your struggles into the light. Now, I'm not telling you you got to stand up and give everybody business. You got marital problems, don't tell it. Don't tell it to everybody. You got financial problems, don't tell it to everybody. Amen. If you got a million dollars, don't tell anybody. Don't. Y'all ain't, ain't hearing me. I need three people to stand up and say amen. Amen. You got, you, you, you better off tell you got money problems. Come on. Three people. I got two. Amen. Four or five. Amen. Amen. You get a million dollars, don't tell Jack. You better believe it. You better say something, sister. Now, they're going to know because people can smell new money. Amen. Because a Louis Vuitton going to pop out. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Jack Spade going to pop out. Now, I'm not talking about three years models that you got out of Marshalls. I'm talking about it came with an authentic tag. You're going to get some red bottoms. You're going to get some Jimmy Choo's at least once. You're going to wear them somewhere. Amen. Because new money seeps out. Amen. You, you're going to go back, husband and wife, y'all going to go back and get the rings you really wanted. Amen. And now, sister, you can't even clap. Amen. Amen. The prophet said, everybody clapping. You clapping like this. Raise your hand. You, I can't. Why? I got 18 carrots on my hand. It's just... <laughs> People think they see the light of Jesus. No, it's just the light of that. <laughs> the three C's. Carrot. Cut. Clarity. Woo, whoa, we got some folk in here that's about to be ready. I'm almost done. Have the courage to drag your struggles into the light. What am I saying? Have the courage. 
have the courage to be honest with yourself and to be honest with Jesus. And say, Jesus, I'm struggling with this thing. It could be pornography. It could be spending habits. It could be someone that I have, I'm having trouble forgiveness. And there's some valid stuff. I ain't talking about somebody, you know, cussed you out and drank too much at the family reunion. Amen. Stop having it in Mississippi and it's 112 degrees and you drinking moonshine. Somebody, somebody going to get sideways. Because <laughs> heat and liquor don't work out too well. But maybe you were mishandled as a child. Maybe you were hurt by divorce. Maybe, maybe things happened to your child you didn't quite understand because it wasn't because years ago it, it tells it ain't, it ain't children's business. But see, nobody ex years ago nobody explained stuff to kids. Now we know a little more. Children know enough for them to internalize things. And you have kids growing up thinking that stuff was their fault. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I'm the reason why I was molested. I'm, it's my fault. And they internalize it. And don't tell anybody. Drag. Satan wins when you keep these things in the dark. Yeah. Drag your issues into the light. If I don't say anything else. Now, you don't even care. You don't have to come to me. Amen. But you go to God in your own closet and tell God, this is too big for me. I'm putting it on your shoulders. The Bible says that the that the government of our peace is upon Christ's shoulders. Amen. Drag your issues into the light. Amen. Turn your neighbor and say, I'm going to do this tonight. I'm going to do this tonight. Third point, final point. God did not design us to battle in the darkness with Satan. He designed for us to prosper in the shadow of his son. We are not, we are not, we are, let me put this, we are ill-equipped to battle Satan in darkness. He has all the armor. He has all the weapons. He has the strategy of darkness. He is shrouded in darkness. Amen? Amen? Amen. His batteries went out a long time ago. The Bible says that he was shrouded. He is shrouded in dark stones. I've covered this so many times. Dark stones, jade, onyx, they reflect light. He thought he was the light. But he simply reflected the light of Jesus Christ who walked behind him in heaven. He looked at himself and said, I am the light. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when he ascended the throne in pride, when he walked away from Jesus Christ, he realized that I'm not the producer of light. I am the reflector of light. Mm -hmm. So now he has been relegated to darkness. And that is where he that's where he's most effective. Saints, I challenge you to walk in the light of the sun. Not the S-U-N, but the S-O-N. Yes. Our victory is in the light. If that sounds good, say amen. Amen. In my conclusion, here's the secret to knowing when you have the victory. John 1 and 5 says, tells us, the light shines in darkness. Your King James is past tense. The light shone in darkness, but the darkness comprehended it not. The English, the, the ESV says, the light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The light, darkness has not overcome light. Christ came to give us victory, but the victory is in the light.
If you can't see it, believe it. If you can't see it, leap for it. Repeat this after me. If I can't see it, I have to believe it. If I can't see it, I'm going to leap for it. On the count of three, I want everybody to jump up and leap up and give God praise. One, two, three. Hallelujah. Come on, jump up and give God praise. Come on. Come on, I need somebody to leap for something. Hallelujah. 2020, I'm leaping for this thing. It's there. I just can't see it, but my faith is going to get it. Come on, I want it to sound like 500 people in here. 30 seconds of high prayer. Come on, 30 seconds of high praise. I'm done. That's it. Let's turn this thing off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you enjoyed this podcast, we have three different ways that you can give. One way is using the Givelify app by downloading Givelify using your iOS or Android device and search The King's Healing Room, where you will see our senior pastor, Bishop Brian K. Hill's senior photo. You also can use our text to give. Here how it works. There are five steps. Step one, text GIVE to 1-844-981-2759, which is a unique to The King's Healing Room. Step two, you will receive a text with instructions. Step three, follow the instructions to set up a given account. Step four, text the amount you want to give and the designation. It could be a tithe, offering, or general fund. In step five, you will receive a receipt via email confirming your gift. And here's the last way you can give. You can use PayPal and send your donation to tkhroffice at gmail.com. That is T-K-H-R-O-F-F-I-C-E at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and remember to subscribe to listen to more messages like the one you have heard. We are the King's Healing Room and we are a kingdom ministry with a global presence.